my man's heated. He's ready. Mm. Hey, mm. hey, mm. hey. One time, one time on the this week's episode Hello. of Hello. Good, Good Story. Story. We got a special guest today, Fahu Tahi. Yeah. Fahu Tahi. Hey. Fahu Tahi. Fahu Tahi. It's kind of like, no, Hobart's right. It's the way you say Tonga. I'm Samoan. It's Tonga. I'm, Samoan. Yeah. I'm Samoan. Yeah, it's Tonga. Tonga. No. Now you want to say. Hey, hey, ha, ha, ho, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. Yo, That's I just want to tell you. His middle name is Lokeni. I know. Hey, but listen. I just <laughs> want to tell you. Lokeni. I just want to tell you guys this. Appreciate it. When I was born, my dad took us to the hospital. I told you guys this. Took an IV and they took all that Tongan blood out of us. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Uh, it, don't, I don't, it don't ever yeah. leave. Good story. It don't ever leave. I don't, no, I don't think IV does that, but. I mean, oh, whatever. I'm well, not a oh, doctor. Well, you went doctor. <laughs> doctor feel good. Anyways. Good evening, the, everyone. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? So we got all the same crew out here this week. Tomorrow is a big day, but we'll get to that. In a yeah, minute, yeah. I want to talk about our our special guest. He's been on everybody's podcast. <laughs> we feel we we feel neglected. You know, man, what I mean? we like that. We have to like. I've been, waiting, I've been waiting for the invite, so, man. So we don't even want to talk day. about the stuff those other guys talk about. Yeah, we ain't yeah, gonna yeah. talk about football. We ain't gonna talk about. We got too many stories. We got so many. We got a lot of we good got stories. Real good, real stories. real stories. Real 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 I remember Fahu before he even had hair on his face, Fahu. You know what I mean? Like that's the Fahu I remember. Like he was out, he was out moving furniture and stuff before trying to go on a mission and stuff. You know. You know, that's the Fahu I know. Knocking on my window because I used to whoop their ass at Game Breaker. <laughs> Game Breaker 99. Yeah. Guys, Kepper over there. I was Fahu's coach. We had a all you big change his basketball team. <laughs> Fahu, tell him you. Team Sky, you baby. Team diverse. Sky. Team yo. 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 Big Johns. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Big Johns basketball. Yeah. Team Sky. Tell him, Fahu. How old were you, Fahu? It was my junior and senior year. Mm. Strongs was our coach. That's oh. CJ was on that team. Oh, yeah, CJ. Yep. CJ and that kid from Florida. Which one? I remember watching them. You guys had that a was like McKelly Wesley, Halakafusi, Shelly Hamidi, Fahu Tahi, Reno Mahe. We had like, oh, you had that What's stacked it? tongue in team. Wasn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, for real. That wasn't, now they, I remember. It wasn't. Blew people in. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's them. They were local guys. They were football guys. No, they basketball. were not, man. You're right. They sacked that team. Utah kids. They really wanted to win the Big Johns. Like we really want to win this Samoan tournament. Got, how you got we wife really and kids win. at the age of fifteen playing Big John's? And another no. thing, Strons, what qualified you to be the coach? I just want to know. Got one. Wow. I have one name, three letters. <laughs> uh, please spell it out for us. Maybe. was at his house uh, a couple weeks ago eating dinner. Yeah. Oh. The number one Cap, sponsor. Cap, let me explain something to you. You can't attach. You can't attach your name to Cap because Cap is OG. You can't. You can't do that. When no, guys have, he was the sponsor of the I team. I know. I know. I know. But I'm saying, like, hey, that you doesn't qualify you. All the shoes, the jerseys. Yes. Oh, yes. Man, y'all hey, y'all, look, bottom. y'all yeah. look right. They, they fed them afterwards yeah, too at the Chuckarama. Diessa was like, "Fuck, let me get all your." Remember Essa? He was trying to get your gear. But yeah. did you guys win the tournament? Like, Come on. Oh yeah. Did y'all win? I just wanna know. Like what kind of question is that? Yeah. One of those things like when the ninety one boys came out with all their their Iversons and the full uniform and stuff and they lost. That's a waste of a uniform. No, you know no we, they, won. We, won. we won. We won. We won. Yeah. But all yeah. right. Actually all right. that was let me tell you something. Did you guys put Tweety on that team? No. No. See, so that's he, why I didn't want to watch because that's my favorite. Yeah, that's Tweety actually, is legit. Yeah. yeah awesome. Busters, man, don't include. But Leroy, yeah. that time Fahu just mentioned his. Junior. Shout out to Tweety. Yo, <laughs> that's my that's my boy hey, right there. Y'all see how mad this guy went? He Ooh. took his madness all the way back to that Big John days. I well, know. I'm just saying it was. It's not madness. It's just you know expressing yourself because now Fahu's here. I want him to explain to them to everybody. What exactly were you doing at BYU? Because you could have went anywhere you were. No, let's, let's, let's get back. Let's talk we're not, about we're it. We're not going to talk about football. I'm saying you had an opportunity to go. Nebraska. To, to, was it Nebraska? Nebraska. Nebraska yeah, was like big you, you had an opportunity to go to a P5 school. Bam, off the top. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Did you guys talk about this on another podcast? If it is, was it strike this story and we, we don't want to something else? Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Well, I mean, I, I mentioned a little bit, but I mean, the – I didn't got I didn't go into depth about it. Mm. I mean the whole reason why I ended up here, I mean I was committed to I was thinking about going also, elsewhere like 
my two top schools were Nebraska and Arizona. And probably Colorado after that. Who's, Why who's the coach out of Arizona? Yeah, I want to know. It was uh, Dick Tomey, the OG from the OG, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, the OG. Bro, and, you know, he had all the poly dudes over there. Man, it, it felt like home when I went over there. Brandon Mul- Malunga. Oh, he was gone already. No, he was there. Oh, he was there. And, uh, oh, that was a good Ed, squad there. Ed, Ed Mulitalo was my host. Oh, oh yeah. Man. So I mean, he had him. I met all the poly guys that were over there. It was fun, man. I enjoyed man. it. And, do you do you think that? Say you didn't come to BYU. Do you think things would have been different? And like, I'm, 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 we're not even talking about football. We're talking about life in general. Like, because yeah. because I, I'm going to give you an example. When my son went to Oregon, and I I was told this from somebody from Hawaii. He said you should always go to a school where you see yourself living. So I told him, man, would you live here in Eugene? He was like, no. <laughs> Right, was a lot of, <clears throat> makes yeah. sense. I mean, but yeah, I th- I think it would have changed a lot of things. I mean, I don't know. Um, I probably wouldn't have gone on a mission for sure. What? What? Well, I mean, I, I mean, well, a lot, a lot of schools so short. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I I won't say I I probably wouldn't have, but it probably would have made it harder because those schools wanted me to wait a couple of years. Your moment. And then, uh, <laughs> Who was shout, shout out to Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Baby. Shout out to the other guys that were playing football at that time out in Jacksonville. And also Elder Alalua that was out there. He was holding it down uh, over there before I got out there. Oh, oh, Spanish speaking, yeah? No. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was scooping. Yo, there's too many inside jokes yeah, going yeah, on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring yo, it back. Yo, 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 let's yeah. bring it back because people Let, are like, let's, let's, let's from stick to, to some facts Arizona. right now. Let's stick to some facts. Can you not throw in this? My, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry. No, like I said, so, yeah, those were probably my top schools. Um, I, I, I was always a BYU fan growing up, obviously, you know, growing up LDS and stuff like that. You watch a lot of those games and. Watch. Who was one guy that you looked at up to, like that played back then? Like all of us had eras because everybody watches BYU football. Yeah, well, the the guys that I remember watching was like uh, Ty Detmer and Peter Tupolotu and all those mm-hmm. guys. That, that was like when I was starting to get into football, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, um, sorry, I don't mean to. We got to start a foundation real quick. Where are you from, Fahu? Before we even get to the 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 meat and potatoes, you know what I mean. Like he's from Tonga, <laughs> duh. <laughs> like, duh. Give us a, just a little summary on where are you from? And I was uh, born in California. Uh, grew up in Rancho Cucamonga. So okay. was, uh, but I moved here next to Day Day. You win the lottery. <laughs> no, the Rancho Cucamonga I lived <laughs> didn't look like that. But oh, okay. <laughs> Rochester, shout but, uh, out to Rochester. <laughs> but yeah, we moved to West Valley. I mean, I, I claim West Valley because that's talk where. Talk that talk, baby. You know, that's. You know what I mean? That's where. Yo, no gang affiliation. <laughs> Stop it. I, I just said it in some way. The Dove V, man. They're just tapping hands right it's now. They're just tapping hands. He just said hey. West Valley, West Valley. You know, the Dove V. Charles knows. John, I mean, yeah. I grew up with his younger brothers. We all repped the Dove V. I mean, that's kind of where everything really started. You know, as you grow up as a young man. <laughs> oh, shoot. Wow. That was the first time I, I fell asleep on the disrespect our guests, bro. Hey. What, what high school did you go to, Fahu? Granger Lancers. Granger. Right. And that, that school didn't look like that when you went there. No, it didn't. It looks real nice. Didn't right you now, coach you there, know? too? Yeah, I did a, a year bit. for one year. And it was, yeah, it was, it was the new school when I was there. So it's it a lot different. They erased your history by take, getting rid of let, that school. Let me just man. tell you something. Real guys from Grange, uh, from West Valley go to Granger. All you guys that went to Hunter, y'all should have went to Granger. <laughs> like, watch your mouth. I'm just telling y'all because watch your if you mouth. the guys that go to Hunter are the guys that live in Magna. You know Dang. that's where you're supposed to go, man. So, anyways, that's, moving along, West Valley, West Valley, put your hands up for Granger because all right there, you walk right across the street. You know, from your this is when you lapa this dude right now. <laughs> let me just say, that, that was borderline drink. disrespectful right there. You know there. what I mean? Like, but because I'm older, the show is over. but because yeah. I'm older, yeah, you right. Yeah. I'm gonna let, let that you ride. Slide, don't, <laughs> you know, let you slide. And hey, keep on going, Fox. Sorry, no, no. Leroy tendencies are. Can like we not cutting cutting use our real off. names? Lokeni. Yeah, Lokeni. Lokeni <laughs> over here. He likes to cut people off every 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 I apologize. minute. Yeah. So go ahead, bro. Sorry. No, so, yeah, we lived in West Valley, grew up there, and then uh, played ball at Granger High School. And then from there, uh, that's kind of where all the recruiting – I mean, that's where where it all started with football and the recruiting process and everything. 
Um, I, I didn't think BYU would have. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest, I, did, I didn't think it was they were going to be in the picture. I mean, I, I kept them around because I love, I loved like Coach Edwards, Lavelle Edwards, and Cougars. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, the school. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm not even going to comment uh, on that. I'm not going to say yeah. that. Go ahead. And uh, Lance Reynolds and Norm Chow. Lance Reynolds. <clears throat> Norm Tigers. Know. Yeah. And so those are the same, bro. Lance Reynolds. Yeah. Do they do that at Orm games <laughs> over the intercom? Hey, because right now all the Orm Tigers are at BYU. <laughs> hey, you're right, oh though. You're right, though. Yeah. Anyways, sure, go bro. ahead. We've, well, oh, well, make sure you're not saying that, son. You don't want the girls walk by. <laughs> Cougar. Oh, sorry. No, I was making yeah. another sound. You already oh, made it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys were there. Lance Reynolds was a big deal. Why? Uh, why I chose? But I mean, what it really came down to was, you know, my mom. My mom wanted me home, and she she pretty much committed for me. <laughs> you know, I, I I was thinking, man, my dad and like uh, my coach. So many people were disappointed. And they were just like, man, why would you go there? That's what school like, did your dad want you to go to? Nebraska. Oh, Every, wow. Everybody wanted me to go to Nebraska. Nebraska, Nebraska was the top. The running school, I mean, man. you know, they had come off a couple of cha- uh, national run. championships. Yeah. They, they run the ball. And we ran similar offense uh, in high school to what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it would have fit. It was yeah. the perfect fit. And Who was the running back over there? Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence Phillips. It would have been Amon Green. Amon Green. Green. He was bad. And so, yeah, so I would have came in, uh, I think he would have been a senior. And then I can't remember who was behind him. I was very but angry yeah. when these guys were playing at BYU, but I won't go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, march, so I'm going to tell you that. March all the way down. Follow march all the way down. They give it to the other guy. I'm not going to say his name. It's, it's <laughs> hey, yeah, anyways. I, do you still, Fahu, did someone break your high school record? Yeah, it was. Fahu um, rushed um, one. Uh, it was over. It was five thousand. Somebody broke it. Yards. I, I didn't know that somebody broke Career. it. Career must have been five, recently. Uh, five thousand three hundred yards, and he had the touchdown record. Yeah, it was. It was almost. It was actually almost fifty seven hundred. Fifty seven hundred. And then uh, career rushing TDs. I, I don't know who broke the rushing TD record, but the the kid the, from the East, the Mule kid, was who? it him? Or it might have been Jalen. Yeah, it yeah, might have been Jalen. He's Samoan, man. Stop saying he's oh. real. He's Samoan. So yeah, he's Samoan. That's my my wife's nephew. Sorry, but uh, okay. So it might have it might have been Jalen, but the the the, the rushing record was uh, Austin Kafensis. He he finished his career mm. here at BYU. Oh, okay. Austin, Austin Kafensis. He, uh, he went to Jordan Jordan, yeah. Jordan High School, and it's funny because the the week before he broke the record. His dad, his dad, and Care, who Care, who's the head coach at Quarter Cannon, was still at Jordan. They came to the Granger game. They were looking for me, so he could wow. just be like, "Hey, we're looking forward to this. Like, this is the. Re- I mean, we have all the passing records, but this is the one we wanted. Yeah, like he came over there to just find me, just to tell me that his, <laughs> you know, which is which was cool. You know, I thought it was cool. Yeah, that he came over. We talked, and I thought I thought it was really cool that he came over and he was telling me how excited his son was. That the the rushing record was what was the one that he was looking forward to was beating, because I think it was the longest standing. That's what record. I was going to mention. It's the longest <laughs> yeah. standing record wow. yeah. in football. How many years you think? It was a long time. I don't. I didn't even know somebody broke uh, it. When he broke it? No, like that you held it. That you held. It was uh, 13, 14 years. Wow. 14, yeah, but before that, the um, like the passing records they get. They had been broken like every oh, few yeah, years yeah. and all that stuff. And I think he ended he he broke when he broke the passing records, it was it used to be Alex Caresses, I wanna say. Oh, um uh, Jake's younger brother. Give you okay. No, thank Good. you. Shout out to Jake the Jagger. <laughs> Jake. What's up, my man? Yeah. My man Jake. So you chose BYU. Yeah, from, so, wait, wait. Aren't they from <clears throat> Rancho? The yeah, his dad. Yeah, yeah his dad is uh yeah. he's an Altaloma alum. And they they grew they they grew up um, right down the street from like kind of where we were, and so like they they were right off of Archibald and Baseline. And so I, we I was were, just looking at Jake's Twitter fo- uh, followers, man. He got a grip, like he got like fifty thousand. Oh, I bet Twitter police. Yeah, like I got watching, you know. 
We said we're gonna arrest you. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, because I didn't want to even talk about football, but the reason why we brought up that because you wanted to know where he's from, but I wanted to talk about like so the relationships between the Tongans and Samoans that are out there in West Valley. Hobart thinks he's Tongan, but he's not. He's Samoan. I'm Samoan. My sister them Tongan friend. My sister them used to live right there by the Dominoes. Down the street, yeah, where yeah, the, yeah, where the yeah. Shopco is. Yep. So I claim wherever I want to claim. You know, you from everywhere. <laughs> That's uh, Any, forty-eight hundred West. Yep. Yep. Forty-eight hundred West, talk, baby. Right around the street, but Leroy, Westville. What, what you were saying? It's different because Westville is different. Oh, it is oh, different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The are like one right now. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's everybody, like everybody. That. Yeah. For a minute. So I left on my mission from Mapasang Award, which mm-hmm. is just down the road from back there. in the seventies. And uh, Damn. You know, I, a, church is true today. You served with, uh, you served with Joseph Smith. <laughs> the, the, the church Joseph is true today. <laughs> forever. All right. <laughs> right oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> he about to get Will Smith up in this hey, mud. Hey, you know, come on, Keep the peace. Let me just tell you something, man. Hey. That was a flam move by Will Smith. Man. I'm telling you what, that, that was the flam of the year move. Man, that, bro. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that and was that, uncalled for, man. That was a fake tough guy move. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, I was, yeah. it was funny because I was just thinking, I was listening to that. Uh, people talk about it on the radio on my way here, and I'm like, bro, did you watch? That it? was weak. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Like there have been jokes worse than that. Yeah, but you saw the thing that caught me was he's laughing about it. He looked over and he saw his wife. Yeah, now that, exactly. now, now I got to be the tough yep. guy. But come on, man. You ever done something but like he, that? He, nah. It's funny. If, I don't know if you've ever listened to like his podcast stuff or like his books. He talks about like situations like that growing he up. Does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, he, he, well, he's talking. Well, so he, he got slapped before. No. So they they replay. They uh uh what's his name? The he's a uh, Emmanuel Acho. Uh, he's a uh, he's on ESPN. He's an NFL analyst. Mm-hmm. And on uh some of his social medias, he he talks about. He just plays a clip from Will Smith, and he's talking about Will Smith, his upcoming, and how he was afraid of his dad. He grew up a scared kid in West Philly. And he said he, it went back to a time when he seen his mom get hit by his dad, and he just like, froze. He froze and didn't do anything about it. And so he, like, fast forward to this part. He was apologizing to his mom for being a coward. Apologize to people for growing up a coward and like all this stuff. Like oh, he so grew this up. This is kind of his stance that he's like. I'm I mean, done this ain't the time or the place, bro. Yeah, this ain't. Yeah. This is not even. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I was listening to those guys, Gillian. <clears throat> yeah, they said that Chris Chris uh, Rock should have sued him for two hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. But because and he said if it was anybody else, they would have got escorted out. But yeah. because it was Will Smith. And he won the award that that now. I was like, man, I don't care who you. Well, are, I hope man. he gets charges pressed yeah. against him, man, because that's Chris Rock. Chris, Chris yes, Rock said, man. yeah, he he didn't want to press charges. I bet you Chris Rock looks like Will's dad. Maybe that's why he got slapped. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, Will should have slapped his son, Will's son, and the son's friend. Why? What, what happened? Because the son's friend was the one who had the entanglement with Jada Pinkett. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's who Will should have slapped. That, that was the other thing people oh. were coming. They were, people were killing him about. It was like, man, your wife is on her own show, tearing you up, bro. Yeah. Talking oh, about yeah. her, talking about her affairs, talking about all this, and then you go yeah, and do and that. And, and it, like, and it, and it wasn't those guys that said it was staged. He not gonna sit down there and shoot out the f word if it was staged. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, it wasn't staged. Yeah. I think you gotta sell that slap, though. You know what I mean? He slapped him. It was a real yeah. slap. It was, oh no, man! My man, you think it was wrestling? Because The Rock was in the audience too. I, saw I was some like, more real stuff on WWE, baby, SmackDown. Well, anyways, anyways, let's get back to Fautai's because Will ain't here. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you about Will to get Will. You about to get it like Will too soon. <laughs> but anyways, hey, go ahead. This Will right here don't have wet hands. <laughs> Let me lick my hand. <laughs> Just lick his face and then no, no. thank you. No. That's another podcast. <laughs> Ew, gross. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. How many how many years did you go to BYU? I was there, well, three and a half because <laughs> I left early. Oh, okay. I left. Uh, so you got you got yeah. translated early. Yeah. Oh. So, so when I, you started your mission in Philly, how was? Oh shoot, sorry, wrong, wrong. Answer. Jacksonville. Uh, Maddie started mission in Philly because we talked yeah. about Will Smith, born and raised. Anyways, so you're out, and then you went to the draft. Yeah, I uh, went into the draft. So I left uh, BYU after my senior season. 
to go train to get ready for the draft. That was in uh Who'd you train with? Give me Chad Ike. I was out in Arizona. Oh, but Chad Ike is now in Hawaii. Oh, he's, he's still back. There. He's back in Arizona. He oh. he left to Hawaii and now he's back in Arizona. From what I hear, everybody says he's, he's good. A, yeah, he's, he's a, a solid trainer. He's, he's yeah, he's legit. legit. Yeah, he's legit. Like he's the, I, one with the, the the daughters does judo or something like that. Fights yeah, and, and his son is like a power lifter. I mean, I I give it I give it to Chad. He's a great trainer. Like uh, I don't know. I haven't seen his stuff of what it's evolved to now. But like the guy was a professional, like an Olympic power lifter. So like the lifting part and stuff like that, he has hands down and stuff like that. And so. I mean, some of the other stuff, I think he was still trying to figure out. The speed like, part the of speed it. speed part of it. Yeah. You know, he never really done. Diet. I mean, yeah, diet. <clears throat> I mean, but, yeah, Chad, he's a he's a great trainer. So I was out there, and it, it was the, me going out there to Arizona, Arizona. You know, Bristol ended up coming out there, too. Yeah. It was just a bad idea. Because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, bro, same-sex marriage was back then. Man, when was out. Especially yeah, when these two then. guys get oh. together. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Oh, Shout out to Bird. My man Bird is oh, doing his thing in Texas now, man. What's up, my man oh, Bird? in Texas right now, huh? Yeah, Bird San Antonio. And Brad. Yep. So, anyways, yeah, those two Brad, guys. Brad was just trying to FaceTime me before I came here. I was like, oh, decline. <laughs> Why? We have him on so we could talk about it when Kaipo broke his window. Anyway, so we're just moving along. <laughs> As we get going, I, cause, no, because I was living in Arizona with those guys. I mean, when we were all there, because Fahu's other lover, Josh, he was going to school <laughs> at Mesa, Juneboy, Kaipo, and Bird, and those guys were out there. But I don't know if it, because Tonyu came out there to train. I wonder if it was Chad Ike that trained him too before the, because he, he came, there was another, it was the same guy I was doing the Archibald guy. Remember that uh, linebacker from way back when from ASU? No, the, I, was they, that they were probably, no, I think it was, um, Archuleta. API. Archuleta, yeah. API. They uh they they they've been in in uh Arizona for a long time and they were kind of the first ones over there that kind of started all that stuff. And so they they're big time out there. Was Tony before you or after? A year. He's a year or two before me. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we were there. Did you get to play against him? Yeah. I see he was with the the Chargers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we uh had Tipo Ngaliai. On uh, before they lost to the San Francisco 49ers at mm-hmm. home, it really disappointed me. Lost some money in that, but anyways, we always ask. We ask him, you. how do you how do you feel when you see other polys, you know, at the leagues at that level? Because you're at yeah. the highest level, man. It was refreshing to hear because he was always excited. You know, yeah. he would always see them, and they're all really friendly. Yeah. And it brings me back to West Valley and the Samoans and Tongans that are there because <coughs> there's other areas of the country that they don't get along. Yeah, you know, so. When you see, tell me who are the like the guys that were the guys in the NFL when you were there. Like when you saw them, did they they show love to you? Like, always, yeah. I, I always got excited. I mean, and you know the guys that were playing in my time, they're big name dudes like Haloti, mm. Troy. Yeah, Troy. But Troy you knew Haloti before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew a lot of Haloti uh, from before and stuff. And then um, Troy was cool. Troy was man, one of the nicest people, man. Yeah, like genuine nice nice people. You talking about the tone of his voice or? Yo, yo. Well, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> wow. 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 No, I'm just oh, giving wow. an example. You Stray. said tone. Stray. Come on. Stray. He said tone. Stray. I just wanted to give an example. Stray. You know, let me just tell you something. He's my all-time favorite. Because let me just put it out there. I'm just going to tell you. my all-time favorite I'm tell you this right now. Player. When I, when I was in Arizona, at another time I was in Arizona, me and Fahu was, <laughs> me and Fahu was in Arizona this other time. Yo, 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 yo. He was backstage. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. He was backstage, and he... Troy was the nicest guy. Like, he asked me to, to hold his baby because kind of getting, you know, fussy and stuff. And somebody was backstage, too, with us. But anyways, <laughs> so I pretend like I was – this is the story. I pretend like I was the security. So I was standing there, and I was just holding – and one one of our friends, who is a big Troy Paula Malu friend, big fan, big Pittsburgh Steelers, biggest ever. You know who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. And he's tried to walk over there to shake his hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stay right there. He doesn't want to be bothered. Troy didn't say anything. Well, he didn't talk to me the whole night. Shout out to Kilepi Ofengawe, man. That's my man, man. That's my man. That's my man. That's all right. I was playing. I was playing. You were doing your job, but don't be a... I was playing. I was playing. I was playing. Anyway, Way to take your job too serious. Way to give yourself a title and then I would have let you buy. We love you, Let. You know, we let that go for years now. Left off still on a lap of you, bro. Hey, it don't matter, man. Because 
I don't even want to talk about the rest of that night. Anyways, just moving yeah. on out of that moving trip. Moving on up. Out of that <laughs> trip. Moving on up. Yeah, so what other uh, Polynesian um, players out there, which ones did you, like, you couldn't wait to meet, and then you finally met them? I think Troy was probably the biggest one. I mean, he's the, biggest. the biggest one. Yeah, I mean, in, the, in that era, he's the biggest Polynesian athlete. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Was Junior done so, already? No, uh, my rookie. He was still. He was still. Yeah, he was with the Patriots. Mm. I didn't get to meet him. He was Dang. one of those dudes that kind of just rushed off real fast. Like, Plus, yeah, he was. He, oh, you know, so you're not, man. I got another it, story about this. Another one of our good friends, who was with the Cardinals, <laughs> <laughs> and he was really upset because he was like, man. I went running out there, and he just turned around and ran the other way. I go, yeah. He, he don't tap rookies' hands, boy. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's above that. I mean, but, you know, before Troy, there was Junior, obviously, and he was still doing his thing. But it, that's exactly what happened. We played him um, the last season of uh, when I was uh, my first year in Minnesota. See, and, so Tio, don't, don't he get he upset. Took, I didn't, I you ain't the only him. one he did that to. Yeah, I didn't even see. He just, <laughs> but he you were looking forward to yeah. You were looking forward to <laughs> oh, yeah. him after. Yeah. yeah. Guarantee, Paul was probably like, I'm going to get this nigga. Oh, I'm yeah. going to get his jersey. Oh, I mean, you I'm know, get his jersey. when he was at USC, I was playing Little League in California, playing, yeah. playing middle linebacker, be, playing middle linebacker. You know what I mean? Everybody want to be Junior Seau. Everybody want to be Junior Seau. I mean, everybody knew he was Samoa, but we told him, no, he's Tongan. That's what we did. It don't matter because that's why he didn't tap your hand because you guys was Tongan. Get away from me, you're Tongan. RIP, RIP to my man. To OG. Yo, but I'm just saying, now that Fahu said he played middle linebacker, I think he would have been a middle linebacker in the NFL. Well, I had I had, I had, some offers. I mean, that that was the reason why Utah ended up dropping off the top my top five in high school. Because they wanted to uh, play line, linebacker. Yeah, Coach Mack told me straight up. He's like, you're a linebacker. He's like, I'll make you a, a great linebacker. You ain't going to play running back when you come here. And I was just like, you know, I was young. I wanted to run the ball. I wanted to score touchdowns. Hey, I've never it's heard so, this story, bro. Man, you're so yeah. selfish, Fahu. Hey. You're so selfish. Dude, you know what? Coach <laughs> Max said that to, to Quinn, too. He told him, if you if you become an old lineman, you'll be an all-pro. Oh, yeah. He messed I know. up. I know. Sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I wonder, you know, what would have happened. And even when I came back from my mission and uh, Bronco had come back, you know, he always used to joke around about me coming to the other side. But I was, I don't know. I was too hesitant. I was just so stuck in my ways and – Selfish. Sold on. We could have had two national championships at BYU. You know? <laughs> Dang. Because his third year he left. Remember, he said he left. So, he didn't, he didn't so while you were in college or NFL, which which was the most memorable game you remembered? And, you know, you probably had a highlight. Um, For me, it was probably my last year there when we played Notre Dame. Mm. Had we had we been healthy, we probably the, the the game probably could have been different. They ended up pulling away late in the game and stuff like that. But we weren't healthy at all. We had guys playing corner that never played defense in their life. Oh, well, since high school, and, and they were covering. Yeah, and they were covering two yeah. All Americans yeah. who were six five. I mean, yeah. Stovall and uh, oh, I can't remember the. Um, I remember that game because you yeah. guys was close. They both. The they beginning. were both. They were both NFL top. Uh, NFL guys. Yeah. One get drafted in the second round, and then the other one would have been drafted in the second round as well, but he ended up going to play major. He was a first-round pick to the Cubs as a mm. pitcher. Wow. Samarja. 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 Mm. And he he played – I mean, he just retired not too long ago. I mean, he played a long – he had a long career. Was that Dan game. Quinn, the quarterback? Yeah. Uh, Quinn was uh, – Brady, 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 Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Yeah. Don't just say Quinn, are you? It's just Quinn. <laughs> Our stat guy is not very good, you know. What I mean? <laughs> He'd be slipping on his, his stats, stats are outdated. <laughs> yeah. so, that was a long time ago. Man. All right, I, I remember a, a, a while ago that um, you guys. And see, this is another thing that we want to talk about. We want to touch on. So, Fahu had a great career, football, pros, and college stuff. Then he comes back to give to the community. We were talking about this a little bit off air, and they started a camp a uh, long time ago. It's probably been about. Been fifteen years. years? Yeah. Mm. Has it been fifteen yeah. already? Uh, yeah. It's around that close. time. So he gathered Fahu gathered a, a bunch of his uh cousins that actually played in the NFL too was Reno and Deuce Latui and what's you guys had over there? Tio and Gabe. Tio yeah, don't oh, count. Yeah. Gabe <laughs> Gabe he's his president. <laughs> Come on, yeah, bro. He's a he's 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 a state president now, he's a mission president, so he counts, but T 
to you. We'll see what you do tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully you don't pop a, a vessel. <laughs> see, yeah. Anyways, they started, they brought a, a camp and I love the whole idea of this camp. So camps now we, we've seen in the recruiting is, is kind of like people think that they had to take their kids to these camps so they can be seen. This actually started a long time ago and, uh, all poly, they, they started with Ale Motel. And so these guys, what well, they thought, you know what, let's make it free for the kids, the kids in the community, the kids yeah. from West Valley, the kids. From, so they made a camp that was for free. It was it wasn't a padded camp, which is now the big thing now yeah. where they, they pulled away because a lot of kids are getting hurt at these different camps. So mm-hmm. now they're doing it's not even combine style anymore. It's, yeah. it's more of skills and, you know, training. Mm-hmm. So it's all seven on seven. Yeah. Seven on sevens and stuff like that. So as these kids who later, my son actually played in, uh, was in that camp long, long time ago. We won't share that story. <laughs> but these guys put a component in there that was new to me too, was they had an education uh, component of this, this term, this camp. So they came, the kids got advice on even how to fill out financial aid. I remember right. that. Yeah. They, they showed them how to, oh. and there's a lot of people that, that don't do that because kids don't know how to, you know. Yeah. And maybe some of these camps feel like these kids that come to these camps, financial aid is not an important thing. But for kids that, you know, have parents that struggle like mine, you know, financially, financial aid is huge, yeah. you know, huge, you know, to get to school. So that was something that I appreciate. And the name of the camp was? Gifted. And Gifted was an acronym for? Grid Island, Grid Island Football Training and Education. And it was held up at uh, Cottonwood, Cottonwood High, School. High School. And uh, there was a lot of great sponsors, a lot of great, I mean, there was a ton of kids. It had to be at least over 100. Yeah. Easy, yeah. We, we would get, I mean, we actually, the first year, we we had a good number, but I think as the uh, second and third year we had about three three fifty, and so we had a good amount of wow. kids, and we were doing we were doing a day for the younger kids, you know, mm. and you know with them you just come out there let them run around meet some of the players and stuff yeah. like that, and, and it know, grew all of that all of that stuff is Haloti came out so, too yeah. a couple times to to help had out. a lot of, had a lot of the local NFL guys they all came out to help which was which was nice. So as we're so, moving forward, we always talk about you know things that we can help our kids in our community because. I used to always tell those guys at West Valley that at Granger that if the gangsters came to play football, they would have a top team in the state. Yeah. You agree? Oh uh, yeah, I, agree. I, agree. I, I I've seen so many kids growing up. I mean, you know, me and Hobart, a lot of kids that we grew up with who got lost in the streets, who who'd be, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, top recruits yeah. in the state. And then you, you know sit what in I mean? a mix and they show up and you're like, who is yeah. that? Yeah, you yeah, know? Yep. yeah, like <clears throat> all the time. It, it's crazy, man. The amount of talent that's been lost over there. Over drugs, I mean gangs, right. drugs, all of that. So I mean, let, let's talk about that. Like that's that's kind of the things that we're trying to, you know, talk about. Not yeah. so much as sports, but a sports as an outlet. Mm. You know, was it the kids felt like you know what, football ain't doing nothing for me? Maybe it's because they weren't winning or they didn't feel like they would be a part of the thing because gangs give you a sense of belonging. Yeah. And so to change a culture, <clears throat> because we're all about a cultural family. You know, whether you're talking Samoan, Fijian, whatever. Tell us what you your thoughts are on the culture as far as like how can we get those kids to you know come in and and feel part of the gifted camp or you know start young do they need to start young to start home to whatever your feelings are tell us what, what yeah, your thoughts I, on I think that. You, I think you got to start young you got to start them young you got to help them build a foundation <clears throat> at home and uh and also you know find things that can uh, to keep them busy. Um, I think I think it's them waiting around and not doing anything and hanging gives them more time to hang out with friends. And not not that friends is having friends is a bad thing, but you got to be careful sometimes these days. I mean, you know, you like growing up, you have okay. Like for me, for instance, I had when uh, when I moved here, I had two of my closest friends, and uh, you know, at some point where you grow up in West Valley, either one. Or two of you, you're going to be affiliated or connected somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether relatives, or, yeah, you know, whether yeah. cousins, or you know, or maybe uh, another their friends, you know, or something like that. And so, but you know, unfortunately for 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 me and my two best friends, you know, all three of us were connected, and it was just a matter of you know trying to break trying to break the mold and like break away from it. And so when we moved out here, I mean, uh, part of the reason why we moved here is, you know, me and my brother, we were getting in trouble, getting kicked out of school over there. Shout out to Mapu. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Mapu. and I, 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 I followed and did what my older brother did. You know, he, I, I seen him, you know, go around with guys, you know, getting fights, 
you know, any anywhere you were, you know, people try to test you and all that stuff, whether it was against other polys. But, you know, where we grew up, it was mostly against, you know, blacks and Mexicans and okay. stuff like that. And so... Fighting <coughs> with the food for less. Over there, so. But anyways. <laughs> and well, so, you know, so growing up, you know, I mean, being in West Valley, being Polynesian, you're almost likely to be affiliated yeah. somehow. Yeah. And you know people that are affiliated. And so, um, for me... Those two guys, oh, I mean, I won't say the names. One has passed away. I mean, and the other one, he's he's uh, he's went through his change later later in life, and he's doing good. He's doing great things for his family, but it took a while. And so, for me, like I said, watching my older brother, you know, making choices and losing everything, you know, he had an opportunity to go play football up at the U and stuff like that, and you know, because of armed robberies and whatever he, he he lost out on an opportunity he he lost his childhood or right. like because because of choices you know what i mean and because because of, you know seeing the hurt you know my parents went through my mom especially you know her being the main caretaker of us seeing her struggle going to work and you know having to deal with that it was just i just had to finally just take myself like keep myself busy with football and sports whatever it was so I was playing football, baseball, if I had time during during the track season. Cricket. Coat. Oh, <laughs> track. Cricket at Curtis Park. <laughs> so was there like a – because you said your mom was your, your main caretaker. Was there like a, 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 a figure that you can associate with you? I mean, like a baseball coach because you said you played, you know, all these yeah. different sports. Because for me – and the reason why I talk about this is because when I see the kids in our community – the kids that you're like, dang, man, that cute. Like, and I'll give you an example because uh, Kingsley's doing something with the Utah Warriors. Mm -hmm. And he, we talked about this uh, Tongan kid. It's Maka. Maka, yeah. Oh, man. And I remember walking into the Island Roots tournament and he was wearing full clothes. He has some dickies on and some white and a white t shirt. And he walks on the court, bounces the ball. He windmill dunks the basketball. Yeah. And they said, oh, who is that kid? Mm -hmm. Oh, he doesn't even play sports. You know, he's the one one of the most sorry to cut you off. He's one of no. the most gifted kids I've ever seen. But mm -hmm. choices. Yeah. Life choices. was about choices. And to think what he could have did, like, you know, athletically, well, what was his outlet? But when I saw the, the reason why I bring this up, because the people that are around him was his family. Nobody yeah. nudged him and said, man. Yeah. Play some sports. Do something. Yeah. You know? that's, that's what I was getting to. I mean, it's hard when it, when that affiliation at a young age is your family, your close right. family, it's hard to break away from. Right. And like I said, I mean. Uh, one of the most gifted kids I've ever seen. And I've seen him do something else. He raced one of the kids at the Provo High School. He probably remember this. He yeah. went on the football field. And he raced one of their one of the, their fastest kids, not even close. He wasn't even yeah. on the team. No, Leroy, when he played for Provo High School, yeah. he averaged like two, three touchdowns a game. No, no, I'm yeah. saying this is before because he had grades. He couldn't oh. play that year. Yeah. But he came out to the basketball thing. We're sitting in the stands. And again, I said, that's that same kid from Island Roots in the summer. You know? Yeah, that kid and then, is. And then I guess he, they talk about him all the time at the Utah Warriors. Yeah, because oh, he, yeah. he went to Provo High, and then he left high school his senior year. And then six years later... He's on the professional. team seven. Yeah, yeah. For, for the Eagles. Yeah, really? yeah the Eagles. Yeah. yeah, he left well, high school and no one knew where he was. He got married, I think, in high school. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you turn the TV on. He's running. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, man, his, his brothers, they're, they're oh, all gifted yeah. kids, man. Yeah, like, you go and watch him, his younger brothers that were playing rugby, too. I mean, they were just playing club locally. Oh, and so that man, them kids should have been on TV too. Mm -hmm. And that man, it, it's crazy. But, yeah, there's it's choices. So, I, I had a, like, just – like talking about that earlier after we were, before we were on air with you guys' camp, like how would it be if we went to all these different communities and we seen these kids and it wasn't an invite, like you know how they do the rivals camp, they invite you because you're a four or five star kid. Yeah. Yeah. What if we invited these kids that we felt, you know, that's real recruiting, that we felt oh, yeah. that, hey, let's, let's bring this kid in and just run Plant and run. Plant that seed, yeah. baby. You know? Plant that seed. Well, I think you're onto something, Leroy, because along with what Fahu said, is it, it's different. You're not going to know unless you know you're from that neighborhood. Yeah. See, I, me personally, I think Fahu, you know, is different because Fahu had the credibility of the streets right. and on the field. No, that's what I mean. So, so it's, it takes a different person. Yeah. It's yeah. going to take someone like so Fahu. So if Fahu knocked on back. your door and said, exactly. hey, man, I have a camp this week. Well, what is it about? Man, it ain't yachting. 
Trust me, we won't mm-hmm. come pick you up, and, and we're gonna, right. you know. And it doesn't even have to do anything with sports. Why you gotta be out there though? We, it doesn't have to do anything with sports. We can sit down and have a mental yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that's we can sit down and talk about what's on your mind. And then you, because like Sean said, have the credibility to say, "This is where I was at when I was at your age." What can we do to make you go this? You know, how can we help you go this way? And most of the kids, and I, I'm speaking for myself, it was funs. I remember telling my mom that it was thirty five dollars to pay for a, a high school basketball. And she didn't want to pay it. Yeah. We didn't have $35 extra. Yeah. Now you see how much f- uh, football costs in high schools. They're like hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars, especially it's if they crazy. travel. It's yeah. crazy. So a lot of these kids, I mean, do they have waivers that they can do or stuff like yeah. that? And some kids just don't want to do that. They don't want to deal with it, man. Yeah. I don't want my parents to stress about stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's how all Polynesian kids are. It's like, you know, if it's too much for the parents, so how they're not, not going to bother. That? You know, how can we, we change yes. that, that mentality? Well, because... Lee, that's a good question. My personal opinion is it starts here, right? Yeah. It starts in the room. It starts like people like us who are a little yeah. older. So take it home with you and talk to you. So if I was, that's where it starts. I want to be able to sit down with a kid and just be able to t- tell him like, look, if you feel like you can't have that, if you don't have $35 to pay for your, you know, whatever camp you're going to, yeah. let me do. Because I've had this talk with other athletes where they felt like when high school, we were, we were the guy, the poly guys were always the guys in all the high schools in sports. But the summertime, they didn't have the money to go to these camps and these trainings. So all the other, not I'm not saying this racially, but yeah. just some that were more privileged were able to afford these camps or yeah. these trainings, and they would come back and they catch up. Yeah. And then you know, and then it became that thing. I'm saying like, what can we do to help our community and our kids feel like, look, I don't got to pay whatever it is to go to these special trainings. Somebody's going to help me, you know, yeah. because they don't need to go to a trainer because somebody like Fahutahi is been in the pros. He knows the, 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 the drills. He knows the training, you know, even the eating, the health and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of kids feel like I don't have no out. So yeah. my out is because I remember sitting at the mix at Hobart's house in West Valley. Oh, uh, are you sure? And, <laughs> and like guys would just show up and I would be like, who is that kid? Why is he out? Don't he got school tomorrow? Yeah. And then I would get mad at Hobart and the horny toads. Cause I'm like, send that kid home. Are you sure? It was, <laughs> Like, oh, word, more like yo, man, send that kid home. Was like, it's 2 right o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He was at the wrong club. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, he right. came to bring the bags. So he was at the couple of Oh, the laundry so bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not saying, but on, the, on, on that well, kind right. of level, on yeah. that kind of level, it's not just West Valley. It's every neighborhood that has these kids that come from straight Yeah, I've seen mainly, kids come. mainly West Valley, Glendale, Rose Park. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. those, they, those they, are the But for those of you out there that think that we're not mentioning your city, we say West Valley because we from West Valley. Oh, yeah. Me? Yes, sir. Clearfield, Utah, man. That's where we from, man. <laughs> talk, that talk, baby. But so I, my thing is a lot of guys, when they talk about, because there have been a lot of violence just recently in West Valley where a couple kids lost their lives. Yeah. And this is in West Valley. And we're talking about, like, a lot of people will talk about what happened, but they're not talking about solutions. You know, like, no. they're not talking about something that, well, what can we do to stop that in the meantime? And everybody says, well, it starts at home. But sometimes at home, they don't it's have supervision right. because yeah. it's you got a single parent that's at yeah. home. Yeah. Kids are running crazy, and then when they get home, everybody's at church on Sunday, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, man, what's up?" You know, but they don't know what happened during the week because the parents think, as long as my kid is passing the sacrament and blessing the sacrament, they're good. Yeah. But I want to tell the parents out there, there's some underlying things that you guys don't know about, and maybe it's communication because my parents didn't really communicate. My dad wasn't a communicator. Hobart knows he. They they hit first and ask questions later. Yeah, that's, know, how, so. that's how we all grew up. That's how we all. But let's yeah. let's let's break the mold. Like, what can we do? Because I'm having I'm struggling with that right now with with you, uh, communicating. You, you got to take it back to what Gifted did, right? right you right. got to do what. And that's why we're did. talking about. You what know? if we changed again? Because you guys were Doesn't groundbreaking help. in that camp. Yeah. Now, what if we add another component to that? Like, it's a, it was a free camp, but some of those kids, man, I don't play sports. So let's have a component where they do. Hey, we got a DJ uh, thing over here going on. We yeah. show you how to yeah. DJ. You can, DJ you can find different things for these kids. Yeah. I mean, DJ specialist, <clears throat> my man. Especially nowadays, kids. You know, a lot of these kids are so much. They're they're into different things. You know, and a lot of them are artistic. Yeah. Whether in music, they're and, in sports, right? Like, yeah. like you used to draw. Yeah. Anyway. And by, I, I my da- my yeah, yeah my yeah. which I was going to bring up my daughter. Uh, that's a sophomore. She's she's an artist. She yeah. paints. She does everything. Exactly. You know? and she like, got it from her dad. <laughs> Remember all those pineapples you used to draw? The upside down ones. 
Hey, that's stupid. Let's, let's bring it back. Yeah, bring, bring it back. Wheel it in, wheel it in, guys. You never have nice things over here, man. Wheel it in, guys. For real. Sorry. Why are you turning red? Anyways. Wow. Anyways, that's Sunbird. I was golfing at the Kalani Classic. I like to shout out to BYU and the Kalani Classic over there at Cedar Hills. Can anyway. you tri- let's segue into tomorrow night? Okay, What's so that, let, we laid the foundation. We're gonna have to come back to this 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 subject because you know what we got a lot of stuff on our yeah. minds right now. But you know what? Shout out to Fahu Tahi and all the guys, the originators of Gifted Camp. But we before he goes, I want to talk about the the little waiver he's got to sign tomorrow at BYU. He's going to be playing the alumni game tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of hurt old men. I've seen a lot of posts, a lot of people coming out. A lot of people coming out. So let's talk about that since we, you know, and we'll come back to this, this community awareness thing. And I I like that. We got to touch on it. You know, it's it's going to be be one of those things because it could be art. It could be DJing. Kids, we had uh, Strong's nephew on here. He loves sneakers. You know, like he's a sneaker head. No, we talk about entrepreneurial stuff. We got a... uh, Sione Havili, the tech world, Domo, right. and all. We so can, we don't we want kids to be like that. You could yeah. definitely do a life like stuff. There's, you, there's camps. It's a life for, camp. Yeah. A life camp, business camps, we entrepreneur camps. Because you can knock on somebody's door and they'll be like, Uncle Fahu wants me to come out to this camp, probably some football. Nah, man. But yeah, hey. but the, but see, I mean, that's yeah. like the stereotypical thing. Like people exactly. think Polynesian, a former NFL guy coming yeah. and asked to go to a camp. Oh, I, well, I don't play football. Okay, it's not about football. It's like when yeah. you go to but college you and find, they automatically think you're an athlete. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And I think no, you just got to find everybody because there's somebody that's, you know, succeeded in different types of fields. Plus, we got Polynesians like, that do everything. Actors, singers, yeah. artists, so therapists. Many. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? Massage therapists. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> No but anyway, all the good stories are coming out. So as we as we we, we gather our thoughts and we, yeah. we come up with a name, I think you know Fahu's a good because the thing is, especially let's. I mean, even if we just say you know let's start it in West Valley, then we can maybe move it to Rose Park, then to Glendale, then to Clearfield, then to Compton. <laughs> what about Orem? What? A, Orm don't need nobody. They ain't got no gangsters. In There's town. a lot of kids out no here in Utah in County yeah. who, think, a, they ain't got yeah. who think. Who think? You got know no how many that need help? Yeah, bringing them back. Like, oh yeah, oh, I'm hey, gangster. yeah. I live Eagle Mountain Crips. Shout out to Eagle Mountain Crips. Eagle Mountain up Eagle in Mount the house, Crips. baby. Hey. Now, me, no, I, guilty I, I, by association. They yeah. hear the stories. Yeah. They know their cousins yeah. aren't getting right. Because I was hated because I hang out with certain people. Yeah, I'm gonna live through that story. No, I agree with Strong's. I mean, too. Only because he's sitting next to you. But go ahead, because he's talking. Go ahead. Oh, no. oh, go ahead. But, I, but, no, but I'm saying, I mean, okay, Utah County is a whole lot different than you, than Salt Lake. Yeah. But yeah. there's always still little bits and pieces where you know where kids are struggling. They act like not so much boys. But I'm not saying so much gang related type stuff, but still living in poverty and stuff like that. You know, struggling with parents and you know getting yeah. into trouble. I mean, you don't got to be in a game to get in trouble. No, no, no. no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, it's different kinds of trouble. But yeah. there's but, kids that got. That get in trouble being associated, like you said, like everybody's gone to those youth dances and they want to be the the, the cousins that are hanging out in the parking lot. Yeah. Do they even have youth dances these yeah, days? I'm just saying, I don't know. But I don't know. Here's the thing, Hobart, follow Leroy. This is what's big nowadays. Hobart, no, and we never really talked about this growing up as as kids, but you know what's big nowadays? Lion dancing, depression. Oh, oh yeah, anxiety. mental health. Oh yeah, mental health. Mental health. So that's. Huge. Yeah, so yeah. if we had a mental health camp component to With that the, camp. What yeah. I'm saying, kids here in the But suburbs, you got to make it fun. Like, you got to, yeah. kids want to go where they. You know how many Polynesian therapists we have out there in the community? I mean. Man, yeah. they're Too out many. there. Well, I mean, you I know, therapists just to, to hit on that, it's real. And the only reason why I'm going to say is, like, you know, I have from, you know, sadly from the aftermath of football and stuff like that, I deal with, I deal with, you PTSD. know. What is that called? Yeah. What is it called? PTSD? Yeah, PTSD. Yeah, and so, I mean. Uh, they, I've I've been through studies years. The NFL has sent me all over the place and a bunch of different other places to get you know That's tested huge. tested for traumatic brain injury. Stuff. And when you're yeah. talking about that, I think about my own son. Is he doing the right thing? You know, like my son plays football. Like yeah. I'm worried about that. I, I worried about the same thing because you know my uh, you know all my boys they they play football and. You know, at some point they're gonna have to decide later on if that's what they want to do. But yeah. like you know, you're not gonna stop them. I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. And you know, it's, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I really don't know any way around it other than you know, if that's what makes you happy. And every time I've had to talk with my boys, I let them know. 
okay, this is what's going on. Like, and this is real. Like, I I struggle with depression, mm. anxiety, and all that stuff. And I had been diagnosed with bipolar and stuff. Like, but like this, you know, this is what had came from football. But but the I, stigma in Polynesian community, they've sweeped that under the rug. Exactly. Not talk about we, it. We, exactly. Didn't, we didn't grow up. I mean, right. you try to bring so up your parents. Said, if up, I told my dad I'm depressed, take your butt outside yeah, and go yeah, the rocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would tell you, like, hey, don't go to BC. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like you're yeah. just being dumb. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. 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 Like, it, it, but that's the stigma we got to break. Yeah, it is, for sure. That, and, and, but, and I'm from that thing, too, because my son, when he would say stuff to me, I'm like, man, suck it up. Yeah. You know, I can't be that dad no more. Yeah, you know? but it's kind I of repent. a... I repent. It's kind of a... Did you? A battle, you know, that pulls from both sides because, you know, I told him, you know, you know, people always ask, people that know that I deal with it, man, would you do it all yeah, of course I do it all over again because it takes care of my family, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, because to be honest, I mean, I don't know what I would have done right away to to be able, I mean. Because that well, was your career. Yeah, it was my career. I was successful at it. I don't know what what would have went on had it, did I not have football. Maybe it had it taken longer to be able to take care of my family, to, you know, to be somewhat successful or whatever. And stuff like that. Because you were but, good at moving furniture. You could have been a professional <laughs> yeah, furniture mover. You know, I, remember, I appreciate man, you, that. I pre- that's I remember, hard. That's I, hard work. Because I remember, man, you would move a whole office by yourself. <laughs> Follow, <laughs> anyways. What, what are some of the things you're doing right now as for all that stuff that you're going through right now? Um, medication. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, they, 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 you know, skeptical about medication and stuff like that. And I was at first, too. And so I was, I was, I mean, the first, the first thing trying to deal with it, I was in denial for so long. I didn't want to take medication. And so they, they, they obviously had to figure out a way to, to get it worked out right to, so get a balance, know, balance, yeah, 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 get a balance. And then I, th- I think the biggest thing outside of medication, because I've tried to, I, I've tried to kind of slow myself off of it so that I'm not dependent on, on it, you know what I yeah. do? And so, but I think the biggest thing is, uh, like, therapy, counseling, and all that stuff. And, like, my wife has known, uh, has she she's seen significant difference, like, from the times that I wasn't going to counseling, like, up to, it helps, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think, you know, these kids, they don't realize, you know, they're going and talking to a complete stranger how much it helps, like, just to get it all out. Get like, it off of your shoulders. Like, even, I, you know, even, you know, and I tell my kids, hey, if you have problems and stuff like that, if you want to see a counselor, you know, go talk Do to it. them. They'll listen to anything. It. Go say whatever you want about me and stuff like that. If it makes you feel better, get all this stuff off your yeah, chest. Yeah, because you know, sometimes whatever. the kids hold it all in. Yeah. They yeah. need somebody to, yeah. as an outlet, to, yeah. to let that go. Yeah, I mean, that's healthy. Yeah. Because when you keep it all in, it's not healthy. No, it's not. Yeah. Because from my own experiences, what I've learned is from holding all of that in, the anxiety, the anger, it when you hold whatever, whatever feeling it is, when you hold it, it just turns into the, Depression, that's eventually what depression comes from. Mm. It's just those feelings turning into, like, then you start questioning yourself and my worth, you know, being like, is it me? Or, you know, blaming other people beside yourself, you know, whatever it is it may be. But With, it all... Uh, it's sorry. a serious thing. With it's mental serious. health, do you think there's different levels of depression? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, that's kind of a tricky just question. Just your opinion. I mean, you don't have to give I, us a, a book answer or anything. I mean, you have to be like so careful, like with depression. Period. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say there's because I'm asking because there's more, somebody out there like, well, what kind of depression? You yeah, know what does I mean? depression like, look like? Oh, you know, okay. Like, well, from I mean, your the, point of view or what you're experiencing, it's just to me the any any small depression is bad. I think the biggest thing, the the biggest thing that I had to go through that I think a lot of people have to go through is recognizing it. Yeah. And, you know, and being honest with yourself, like, hey, I maybe I am sick, you know. And so, I mean, it, it always starts off pretty small because these are these are issues I've never dealt with before. I didn't. The only reason why that's the only reason why the NFL started sending me around, because yeah. my thinking started to change. You know, my wife more than anybody started noticing me doing things differently. Like, you know, I was off like. Mentally and stuff like, like that. Like that movie Concussions. Yeah. Yeah. Just like random it, thing, like things you like would that. Like you would just randomly leave? I mean, what? I mean, just. just well, yeah, just 
like sometimes like more it's more more for like uh when you when you see someone depressed it's not not so much leaving you notice because they don't go the depressed people they don't like to go anywhere they want to they want to they want to isolate okay yeah they want to hide well if they do go anywhere they want to be from away from everybody else and go isolate somewhere else yeah you know what i mean yeah they don't want to deal with yeah they don't don't want to deal with people they don't want to talk to people even even like I'm not a therapist, but I'm here if you want to talk. Hug him, then. <laughs> Hug him through the microphone. Kiss him through your phone. But there's a, there's a there's a there's a stigma too that sometimes in Polynesian cl- cultures, like I'm saying for like for myself, like I remember sitting down and, and talking to my dad and being like, "Hey, you know, I'm not really feel good about going to school." Yeah, you know. But he was like, "This guy's just trying to get out of school." Yeah. But for me, coming to a new school. I don't have my family there anymore. Yeah. I don't want to go there. And That's so what, anxiety that, at a smaller thing. Yeah. And then kids hold it in. Like I got to, I got to put my chin up and just walk down and not be a little punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. So it's, it could but, be anything. But you the, know, you know it, but the way we grew up with our parents like that, you got to appreciate it too. You got to appreciate a lot of it because it, you know, it toughened us up. You know what I mean? We were, we were able to try to, we were able to get along uh, and try to and, and live through these things, these feelings or whatever, depression and stuff like that, and just make it, you know, because yeah. because the way our parents pushed us. Pick you up know, and keep all going. The, all the tough love, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you know, as grateful as I am for those teachings, like, you know, knowing what I know now, like, it's different for me and my kids. Like, I can't give that same tough love. I have to be more aware. Right. Yeah. Okay, because, you know, kids these different. They're, it's, yeah, it's different <clears throat> times. They, they think different. Yeah. And it, you know, there's a lot of thing that goes in it, but like that that example you gave, that's like a big thing that kids deal with right now. They're like going to a new school, right? You know, am I going to be accepted? Will they like me and stuff like that? Or going to, you know, just new things, man. It, it's I, mean, just, I, I don't want to say like my parents is bad. I love my parents. They did oh, a great yeah. job as, as well as they could because they had they had to deal with whatever tools that they were given. Right. I used you know? to get hit with boards and extension cords in my bad child. <laughs> That's yeah, what E40 said. Yeah, you are. Hey, That's what E40 said. I got someone that wants to jump on and talk a little bit about depression, PTSD, and what he's been going through in prison. The OGs on the line. Oh, talk so that talk, baby. Years. He talked about. He talked about. Well, let's, this. In, let's introduce him. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, on the good story on the phone right now, I got my older brother. People that know me real well. His name is uh, West to your soul. He's been locked up for thirty five years. That's my OG right there. Up in, right. in California. But, Wes, can you come on? We got Fahu Tahi on here, Wes, former uh, Minnesota Viking BYU football player, talking a little bit about, you know, depression, PTSD, and things that he went through <clears throat> and he's going through right now after the football. But, yeah, man, just come on and introduce yourself real quick, Wes. All right. So, uh, man, my name's Wes Uyasola. I uh, grew up in uh, Inglewood, California, the Lenox area. Um, you know, Joined a gang at a very young age. Um, Lay your boys? And from that, yeah, joined a gang at a very young age, got arrested for murder and attempted murder at the age of 18. Uh, I've been locked up 35 years. I'm 52. I was blessed on February 2nd with a found suitable for a parole date. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, when you speak of PTSD, I can speak, I can speak on that because I've been in this cycle of violence, right? Yes. So this cycle of violence is similar to football. You know, they say football, you're involved in a car crash every, what, 10, 15, 30 seconds? Yep. So in here, it's different to the form of having a knife and going to stab another race on the yard while you know that there is a correctional talk, officer talk, oh, with a mini-14. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. So this, this officer is pointing a gun at you while you are going out there to stab another inmate and, you know, your intent is to kill. Right. So as you're doing all this, what's happening is there's a thing called causative factors that is rooted deep in everything you do here in prison, and it's childhood trauma. That childhood trauma leads you to all the actions that occurred while you were in high school all the way up to your young teens your 20s now as you continue to do that over and over and what for me i was seeing violence at a young age in my teenage years all the way into my 20s all the way into my 30s all the way into my 40s so this violence that i was seeing every day became normal i normalized this violence 
So on the football field, you're playing at a high speed with bodies that are moving extremely fast. And these crashes, which is trauma, then shake the brain, right? Yep. Everything in your brain is then shook to the point where you're numb now. So I'm going to take that numbness and take it to the numbness for me seeing violence on a regular basis. I was numb to violence, right? Yep. As these things happen, these traumas pop up. And this is where the memories come back from where all these traumas occurred. And that's that PTSD. Because you're, re you're flashbacking every time. I'm sure Brother Tahi can take you back to the first time you had a concussion as a kid playing high school or child, you know, playing football. Yeah, for sure. Because we remember these things. But there's other things that you forget along the way. And these are the character defects and the childhood traumas that come along with the causative factors. These things lead us to who we are today. For me, the difference between me is I had an addiction. My addiction was to drugs, my addiction was to the gangs, and my addiction was to criminality. I had to do something to change that addiction. Right? Right. And for me, I found it in my faith. That is what allowed me to come back to that kid in La Ia that grew up by the Polynesian culture center. I wanted to come back to be that kid again. And that's the only way I was able to come back to who I am today, to right. being less. Because for years I was choker. That's who I was. This PTSD, this trauma made me create an alter ego, which was joker. And that's who I was on the streets. But today, you know, I was able to figure some things out. I. I'll tell you like this, whenever I hear a gunshot, and I can tell you right now, the first thing I do is do a 360. I know Leroy knows this, I know you know this, Trance. You, you hear anything that sounds similar to a gunshot, you flash back to the hood, and you do what you were taught. Move, duck, look around. And those are the traumas that we get growing up in the hood. Yeah, but Leroy was wearing red, he was the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree no with comment. you a hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. I just wanted to share. I just wanted to share a little something about you know what what I've been going on. No, I, you know these thirty five years, but I'm sure the brother right there. I know he's been hitting walls, so you know what I mean. Especially blocking for AD, you know for <laughs> AP. You know what I'm saying? I know you you had to move linebackers that were six four two forty, stats, brother. Bro. So man, my hat off to you. I appreciate it, West man. I but I agree with you a thousand percent, man. I. I totally understand uh, what, what you're talking about. I mean, I, <clears throat> uh, I'll just say this. You know, I, I have experience being locked up for a little bit, I, and I won't say for whatever reason, but nothing like what you're going through. But I do see, I have seen and uh, exactly what you're talking about. But, it, you know, all that, it, it's exactly what you said. I mean, it all comes back and it makes you react the way that you do, and, uh, and that's all you've known. You know, for so long, but man, I'm I'm happy for you. Congrats, you know, on on being able to see the board and uh, you know, to a new life, man. I'm happy for you. Much love, OG. Much I just love. consider myself blessed, man. You know, I've been blessed with a family that's been praying for this boy, been praying for me for all these years, man. And uh, I can tell you right now, man, prayers work. Yes. You know, people. I hear people say this or that about prayer, and I'm going to tell you right now, man. I've been I've been having God on speed dial for the last thirty five years, brother, and he's been listening. Yeah, what it took was for me to understand he was listening because I didn't believe he was listening all this time. I had to understand. And I had to understand this listening. week. You Ooh, man, that's that's deep right there. Man, you ain't yeah. even listening. Oh, Wes, thanks, man. I'm. A, Wes, I'm going to let you go. Leroy, you want to say Anybody want to say anything? Much love, OG. We're keep, still praying for you. Yes, sir. Oh, keep so. your head up. Keep your head up, Wes. We'll see. Wes, we can't wait we'll to get you air. in the studio. <laughs> okay. Can't wait till you get home, OG. Okay, Wes, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, love you. Okay, love you. That was, not, that was real. Man. That was about as real as he gets. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, How much I'm real king is that? And, you know, yeah. this is from a different perspective. Like, I mean, that guy has seen... 
Way more than we had ever. Oh, and, and what, you know what I'm saying. But he still suffered. But yeah, he but suffered. that's exactly yeah. that's exactly what it is, man. But he and had like, to go through that cycle. Yeah, and the crazy thing, the... like the, the reputation this man holds, like you know, you know, in prison guys look at this guy. He's a god. Yeah, yeah. you know what I oh, mean. Oh yeah, and you know, okay, take it back. Like on my side of the world, when I was growing up, people in high school and college, you know, people looked at me like, man, I want to be that. But they don't know what's going on behind, you know, right. behind yeah. closed doors and right. stuff like that, and what's going on. How, how the wheels turn, in the, you know, in your head. What, what's interesting, what he said was, is that he was almost desensitized to what was going on around him because he's seen it so much. He's yeah. seen so much violence that it didn't even affect him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now it was just like, that's everyday stuff, yeah. you know? And and that's that's the thing that we got to help kids to understand that, look, that isn't, that's not normal. Yeah, right. Because yeah. right. he had yeah, yeah, not yeah. normal to feel that yeah, way. Exactly. That's not normal. Exactly, not exactly normal. what he said is being right. able to recognize it, finally recognize it. You know, uh, it takes it's life changing. Right. I mean, it, you you got to go through a because that's really all they chain. know. Yeah. Because if he's out on the street and he hustling and he making money, he's like, what else do I got to do? That's, it's, that's it's who like, I it's am. Like, it's like you giving know? a new set of eyes. You know what I mean? Right. He had yeah. to see things differently. That life isn't all about that. Yeah. You know, everything was green light. You know, moving. But this. he even talked about his addictions. His addictions was drugs, know, substance. Yeah. Was the people he was around because you felt that. That belonging, like yeah. man, my boy's an OG man. I want to ride with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though that you know he saw some stuff, Strong's ran first. I came after. You know when he saw stuff, he he ran first. So hey. I'm just saying that you know. West was like, but, you know, I held that. Strong's go. That's why I had to move to Orem. Orem Tiger, shout out to Orem Tiger. Mm. So, anyways, man, we yeah. had. I can't man. believe these people are getting this stuff for free on this podcast, Some man. Stuff Y'all can't about, be coming man. up on here like that, yeah. man. Who blessed us, man? Because that just, yeah. just hit that story along the end part. Yeah. yeah. It's going to bless some kids. Oh, life. oh yeah. Because they're feeling tonight. the same way he's feeling. Why don't yeah. you feel his arm harder then? Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> I totally agree. Love you, Fahu. I'm telling you. I love this, you, man. This, love this, you, bro. Yeah. This, this time right now is people don't understand that there's somebody out there that's listening. If we can change one, man, that's not like a commercial. You can change one person's life. But you know what they need to be listening to? General Conference this week yeah. coming down. Shout out to our, our General Conference. 1,000. I want to have God on speed dial. That's, I'm going to print a shirt, man. I'm going to have God on speed dial, man. God on speed dial. We need to print the OG West some shirts. You know, so you know what I mean? Shout out to the OG. We need to print you know that. Yeah, we'll put money for him so he can have some clothes when he get out. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Hey, Wes. Hey, Wes, don't even worry about it. I got you, dog. You know what he Yeah. When I come out, he goes, send me my clothes. All I want to wear is bright colors. I got you. Fluorescent green, Big. fluorescent orange. Like Andre Agassi looking at I don't, don't want to wear blue, black, white, gray ever again. You know Man. why? He wants to shine like the sun, He wants, to, he wants you know to wear bright colors. That's why I got you, OG. I and got no you. no more Saimini. Got, yeah. I got you. <laughs> but we yeah. like to send a spe- shout out to our, our special guest, Fahu Tahi, and also yeah. the OG out. He's going to be out pretty soon. So send a shout out to him. Also, our sponsors, Encore, yeah, Encore Mar- uh, Sports. Sports Marketing. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. And then uh, we picked up a new uh, sponsor today. Oh, yeah. Well, Kingsley did, but it's Kisa Kava. We're going we gonna to indulge in that right Whatever after this. Whatever Kingsley has, we have. Whatever's his is ours. Thanks, yeah? Kingsley. Yeah. Thanks, nephew. <laughs> appreciate, yeah. appreciate it. So appreciate all your like efforts say. and talents. <laughs> and also, and also, everybody, also, everybody go out and watch the Utah Warriors coming up. Yeah. We have some special things going on there. and. All the other stuff that Kingsley's doing. Thank you, Keaton. Shout out to, to Keaton and yes, sir. all his guys that are putting in work. And uh, BYU Cougars uh, alumni game is tomorrow at 5.30 at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Yes, sir. Fahu is going to be iced up with icy hot and everything <laughs> on his body. Yeah. They're going to be fumigating on that field, boy. Man, I feel like we could have been going on and on with this podcast we oh, tonight, yeah. We're going to come back. We're gonna have to come back to this. We need a part two. We need oh, a part two. We're we about to have a part two, man. By, right now, Lala should be finishing mixing our bucket. But you know what? We're going to wrap it up because Keaton got, he got no, stuff he to got home. I mean, no, to Just go. real quick because I, I, I love and appreciate what you guys brought up. I think that goes more than football or anything. Yep. And – well, to, to help any kids, not just Polynesian kids, I think I think it needs to start somewhere. I mean, we got to do something about it. But yeah. I appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, I love y'all, man. Man, thanks love for you, taking Fahu. the time man, to come out you, to us, Fahu. Strong, strong, strong. As we wrap it up, let's cue that music and let's get up out of here. Hey, hey sir. everybody as we yeah. come out to here this spot. And we'll see you guys again next week at On the Good, Good Story. Story.